Don't you love me, baby? Hey, don't you love me? Oh. <laughs> we in the cave with it. <laughs> Welcome everybody to episode five of the cave. I am your host, and I go by the name of Kofi. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, we're here. <laughs> we're here today. You feel me? Um, it's been a it's been a hectic week for me. Um, but nonetheless. Kofi is in the building, you feel me? I just want to give a shout out, you know what I mean, to all the listeners right now. If you're tuning in on Anchor, if you're tuning in on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Stitcher, half the, half of them I know people haven't heard of. If you've heard of them, you know what I'm saying? Cool. But if you're listening on those platforms right now, I appreciate y'all. Spotify is on the way. <clears throat> yes, that is on the way. Um, for you Spotify users out there. So I, I just want to, I want to, you know, let you guys know I appreciate y'all. You know what I'm saying? And I appreciate the listeners right now that are tuning in. Um, It's still crazy to me that I'm, you know, I'm five episodes in, man. It's crazy to me because of the fact that I always say to y'all, I didn't even think I was going to get one in. I, you know what I'm saying? But I, I just got to let y'all know how much I appreciate the listeners, okay? Niggas is, you know what I mean? We here. You feel me? We in the cave with it. You know what I mean? The, this, and, um... There's a lot to get into. A lot has happened in the last week. A lot has happened in the last week. There's a lot on the way. There's a, you know what I'm saying? There's, there's a bunch of shit I want to talk to y'all about, man. Trust me. We're going to get into all of it. You feel me? Um, here's the thing. I just want to start off real quick by letting y'all know um, this is something that's very important. This is something I really have to get into um, because I feel like it's not talked about enough. It's a very it's a very important you know discussion I need to have with y'all today. If you are an individual that is requiring somebody to pre-order NBA 2K20 for you, if you are an individual that is like, yeah, yo, I need to find a loyal shorty that's gonna pre-order 2K for me, okay? If you are one of those people, Kofi, if you are one of those people, but however, this is where we part ways. This is where Kofi does not fall in the category. If you are an individual. That is ass. You suck. You're terrible at 2K. And you still can't even fucking humble yourself to have, you know, go pay for it out of your own fucking pocket. But you're still going to ask a shorty because you just maybe, you know, happen to be good at giving her the dick. You know, how, you know, giving her, you know what I mean? Having to play with your big. You know what I'm saying? You, and by the way, since I'm on the 2K topic, I don't mean, the, you know what I mean? The big as in the sense of your my play. I'm talking about your big as in your penis, as in your dick, as in the thing in your drawers, niggas. Pause. You know what I mean? That's a, that's the word that I I call my big. Uh, excuse me, my dick. I call my dick my big, okay? Um now I would hope if you you know what I mean, you call your meat your big that it is actually big. Pause. Don't you know what I mean? This is all part of the humility conversation I'm having. If you are an individual that is having a chick pre-order 2K for you and you ask, nigga humble yourself and go pay for this shit out of your own fucking pocket. Don't have no chick pre-order 2K for you if you get your ass whooped by 20 and 30 and 40 all the fucking time and you losing all the fucking time and you or you got a mob player that's ass and niggas don't want to play with you at the park, niggas don't want to play with you in the wreck or pick you, you know, pick you up on their pro-am team. Do not be that nigga. Do not be an idiot, okay? And speaking of idiots, shorties, ladies, women, you beautiful creatures out there. Um if you are doing that for a nigga you know is ass, um, you're an idiot too. 
Don't pre-order 2K for no nigga just because he giving you the dick. You know what I mean? You got to pre-order the fucking game for a nigga that's ass. Like, how can you how can you go buy something for somebody that they're not good at? Like, if a nigga is nice at rap, why would you go cop a studio? Or, excuse me, if a nigga is ass and he can't fucking rap to save his life, why would you go cop a studio for him or even go book studio time for him, nigga? Or if you know he cheeks at basketball, why you about to go cop some basketball kids because he plays in a league but niggas constantly drop 40 on his head or he can't fucking shoot or he dribble like he trying to run routes with the ball in his hand in football. Like, don't do shit like that for niggas, man. You feel me? Now, ladies, if you don't know if your nigga nice or the side nigga or the nigga that, you know what I mean, you are in in the process of closing out your hot girl summer with, you know what I mean, if you're trying to go cop the game for him, um, if you don't know if he's ass, go ask his niggas. Or... By now, if you've dealt with him long enough, you would know if he's asked just by your phone conversations or just by what what he's talking about on FaceTime while he's playing 2K. Because you can get all you need to know from what the nigga is saying and how he's reacting to shit. Now, granted, I'm a condescending individual. I talk a lot of shit. If you ask all my niggas, you see... My niggas talk shit to me the most because I'm the most condescending, condescending individual when I talk shit to them. I pretty much make you feel like you shouldn't have a controller in your hand when I'm talking shit to you playing 2K. I could be the nigga that talks shit all game, or I could talk shit before and after the game just to let you know what's going to happen to you and what just happened to you. So when it comes to my niggas I play 2K with, I can only say there's a couple that of them that are actually nice. A couple of them that I'll actually say, if I'm going into a 2K tournament for the chicken, I mean, we got a stack on the line, you know what I mean, or five racks, whatever it is, I know offhand the two niggas I'm going to take with me. They don't know who they... One may know who he is, the other may not, but I'm not going to name names here, you feel me? But regardless of that, what I'm trying to tell y'all niggas is, um, ask his niggas, ladies, if he's nice or not, or go by how the niggas is. Now, back to what I was saying as far as I go. I'm not one of them niggas that just say, yo, I'm nice at 2K and I'm actually ass. No, I'm nice. Niggas can vouch for me. I'm valid. I done took, you know what I mean? I've taken a lot of money in 2K. I done made niggas mad at me. I done made niggas get personal with me because I was busting their ass. You feel me? It gets like that. I talk that type of shit. You feel me? Um, I can ask somebody to pre-order 2K for me and it'd be valid because I know I'm nice and they would know I'm nice. Shit, back in, you know what I mean? When I was in a relationship, shit, my shorty wouldn't even give me ass if I lost because she saw me win so much. And of course, you know how ladies are, women, y'all hate when niggas playing 2K because you're not getting the attention at the time. So of course, if you come back and say you lost, she gonna go to sleep, nigga. Like, imagine you, imagine that conversation. You know what I mean? Your shorty used to, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Uh, you beating niggas ass. And by the way, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, listen, I'm a very, I'm a welcoming individual. If I invite you to my crib to play you in 2K and you know what I mean, we just chilling or whatever, I'm going to feed you. I'm going to provide you with food. I'm going to provide you with drinks, provide you with, you know what I mean, maybe the weed, you know what I mean? Shout out to Stephen A. Smith. You feel me? I'm going to do shit like that for you. You know what I mean? And then fuck you up and then send you off your way. You dig? But it, the rare occasion I lost... Um, yeah, I you know, I'll go in there, you know what I mean? Imagine that conversation, like, yeah, it was good. You trying to, you know what I mean? Just because you hard, you try and point, you try and poke, you know what I mean? Her ass with your big and she deny you because nah, nigga, you lost. You had me waiting for you to get off the game just to hear that you lost. No, no ass, no cheeks, no butt for you. See, when you nice, that's, that's real. You feel me? Now, if your shorty's still giving you the ass even when you lose, that means she's used to you losing. That means you suck. And that means she should not be pre-ordering 2K for you. So humble yourself, nigga. 2K comes out September 6th. Um, that is in about a week. <laughs> 
I know niggas that's taking vacation time to get their shit ready. You feel me? I took my vacation time about two weeks too early. But I'm going to work it around. You know what I mean? When you have a high ranking or you you have a high title and when you work for a company, which I do, I can adjust the schedule to make things work. <laughs> you feel me? It's going to happen. 2K is a lifestyle. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm in the process of opening a couple businesses. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't give a fuck how old I am, how accomplished I am. I'm going to be 50 still playing 2K. And I'm still going to be killing niggas. And you know what? When I have a child, whether he's a boy or girl, if he's a, if he's a boy, I'm going to fuck his ass up too. And if my shorty, if I end up getting a, you know, if I have a daughter, which, huh, you know, God might, you know, bless me with that. Um... If she ends up playing 2K, I'm going to kick her ass too. You feel me? Just to let you know what's going on. Pops is nice. You dig? I am that nigga when it comes to that. So with that being said, um, gentlemen or whoever is playing 2K and having somebody pre-order that shit for you, make sure you're actually nice. Humble yourself. Man, you motherfuckers kill me, son. Um, Yeah, ladies, you know, I told y'all in episode one, your time running out. Your high girl summer, nigga, it's August, September on the way. Labor Day is, you know what I mean? Fall is approaching. So, um, be ready for that. When 2K drops, that, you know what I mean? You're going to get less time. You're going to get some, um, yeah, you're going to get less time. Now, how much time you, you lose with your man or whoever you, you know what I mean, you're with is all determined on how good the person is or how much time that, you know what I'm saying? Because real niggas, is, they're going to be able to, you know, work you in there. You may not even notice the drop in uh, attention. You feel me? But you know women. Women always like to uh, distract you. If you're not giving them attention, they'll come through. You know what I mean? They'll come, they'll come through with their ass out. You know what I mean? And and jiggle it or whatever. And a nigga like me being an ass man, you know what I mean? That's some shit that's going to distract me. You know what I mean? Just temporarily. You know what I mean? I, I keep business away from personal. <laughs> I'm going to be able to uh, ignore that. Uh, how long? I don't know. But I'll be able to ignore it. I can't really put a time limit on it. I can't say how long it'll work. But it'll work for a little while. <clears throat> anyway. But 2K is on the way. So don't have nobody pre-order the fucking game for you if you ask. Please don't. Like, don't. Check yourself. You feel me? Now, speaking of things that we like and love, apparently, you know what I mean, black people, America, we just can't have good things for too long. Listen, now, y'all don't fucked around and made Popeyes take that chicken sandwich back. I don't know what the fuck. Listen, I did try it, and I will, I will admit, I was going to actually have one here um, for me recording, but you motherfuckers done ate this sandwich and almost killed niggas for it like they were J's so fucking much that now, um, Popeyes said, nope, you know what, we're going to put the sandwich back, um, you niggas can't have it no more. That's some bullshit, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I honestly only had one. I know niggas that went and bought five at once. And for you stupid niggas, I was out here buying like 20 sandwiches and then trying to sell them. Yo, what is going on with y'all, son? Like, y'all good? What's up with y'all? Why, why are we doing shit like that? I don't really get it. I'm a, you know what I mean? I will say this. Was the sandwich better than Chick-fil-A's chicken sandwich? <sighs> you know what? It's hard. It's hard because... It's hard to disrespect. You can't really disrespect Chick-fil-A, man. You know what I mean? Chick-fil-A, <sighs> yes, it was better. It was better. That shit was fire. That sandwich was good. I'm not even going to lie to you. 
I never really go to Popeyes. You feel me? I go to Popeyes like maybe twice a year, um, and I, I I don't really I can't really uh, I can't really say even when I get the food I'm like oh yeah that was good. That chicken sandwich was different. I don't know who the fuck whose grandma put their foot in the recipe. Oh my lord, that's a recipe in the recipe. You feel me? I, I don't know who you know what I mean whose grandma put in the work, but. Um, that was a magnificent sandwich when I had it. I took the first bite. I felt like I put my penis inside vagina. I felt like I was stroking something. I felt like it was magic. Just like that bullshit that happened last week. <laughs> um, yo, that sandwich was dumb good. I don't know why, but it seems like we can never hold on to good things. We can't appreciate it or we over appreciate to the point where we start doing dumb shit and then it's got to be taken away. You know what I mean? I, I really hope they bring that back. They need to bring that sandwich back, yo. That shit was good. You know what I mean? But I'm going to tell y'all, it took a while for me to even get a, get my hands on one. Because I pulled up, you know what I mean? And I'm an impatient nigga. I hate waiting for a lot of things. You know what I mean? For You know what I mean? I even hate waiting. You know what I mean? If I if it's a chick, if a chick hit me with the whole, oh, you got to wait 90 days, next. I'm not waiting 90 days to get in your box. I mean, there's plenty of women out here. Why the fuck I got to wait 90 days? For what, nigga? Um, but anyway, so that that's, I'm a, I'm a very impatient individual. Um, I, I only have, I'm only patient at the workplace, at least with, you know, um, when, it, when I'm dealing with clients or whatever the case may be, when it comes to employees is, I have a short fuse because I need niggas to have attention to detail in Washington. That doesn't seem to exist at a high level, but it doesn't need, that's whatever, but I'm impatient. So it was, it was around the afternoon. I pulled up to the Chick-fil-A, you know what I mean? Let's mind you, I told you I live in the Seattle area. I live in Kent, which is about 15, 20 minutes outside downtown Seattle. Um, yo, listen, I pulled up to the Popeyes, which is actually close to my crib, so I'm not going on my way. And the line was like, yeah, nigga. I even was, shit, I was on my way to Popeyes. I was next to a truck, like five or six lights away from Popeyes. And I'm trying to, I'm driving, I'm doing like, you know what I mean, 45 and a 35. This nigga breezing ahead of me. I'm like, where is this, where is this nigga going? And he's in the lane that I got to get into. I, so I switched from the right lane to the left lane, and I'm behind this fucking truck. Truth be told, this nigga was going to Popeye's because he turned right in. I'm like, damn, nigga, so you were just in a hurry just like me then. Fuck it. So we get there. The line's too long. I'm like, nah, I'm not doing it. I'll just come back tomorrow in the morning. I'll catch it when it opens at 1030. That way I get the fresh chicken sandwiches. Okay. So 1030, you know what I mean? I get up. You know, Well, I didn't get up at 1030. I got up around 9 something because, you know what I mean? I was handling business, whatever. And then I pull up around 1025. All right, so I get there. There's a white sheet taped to the door. You know what I mean? And and then on, on the window, on the drive-through speaker, whatever those they had shit taped up. And of course, the paper said, "We are out of chicken sandwiches." <laughs> I was like, "Wow!" First of all, I should have known that this nigga that walked to the door and turned around. You know what I mean? With the Seahawks jersey and these jeans on, with a blue bandana. Yeah, niggas in Washington can't dress, bro. I'm not going. I'm not even gonna hold you. These niggas out here just, ugh, Jesus. At least the ladies, to some degree, yes. Put it like this, you know. What I mean, being from New York, you know, what I mean, if you can, if you have, you know, what I mean, if you can, if you look presentable, if you know how to put shit together, in New York, niggas are just gonna be like, oh, that's all right, you know what I mean, or whatever. But out here, it's like, oh my God, you look nice. I like that jacket. 
And it's and it's passive aggressive central out here, so you can't really tell if niggas actually like your jacket because they just overdo it. But whatever. So I'm like, damn, nigga, fuck it. Maybe they're just out for today. I'll stop back tomorrow. And it was a Sunday, so it wasn't like I, you know, what I mean, well, when I pulled up and they said they were out, it was Saturday, so Sunday they were gonna be open. They're not Chick Fil A, no shade, Chick Fil A. I still the goat, but um, I pull up, same thing, ten thirty. Um, now there were a couple extra papers taped to the door. <laughs> Son, that just said, um, we due to the power outage, um, we are not open today. Now, here's the deal. As I looked at the building and I saw a couple lights on, I just had to assume that these niggas just, you know, were overwhelmed with the amount of customers they were getting with these chicken sandwich orders. And they that was just a way for them to say, nah, nigga, we ain't got enough and we don't have no more. So, uh, yeah, we're closed. Yo, y'all, I, I know y'all saw that picture of the lady that was, you know, that was sitting down arsed over because she had, you know, it seemed to be that she was working her ass off. Niggas was saying she had a triple-double at the fryer. <laughs> she was working her ass off because niggas was just ordering these sandwiches. Yo, man, we need that sandwich back. I'm sorry. I need that sandwich back. Fuck a wee because maybe it's because of the we and the general public why this shit is... Man, it's crazy. But, yo, the thing is, I was thinking, does anybody remember the last time we had... You know what I mean? A specific, you know, food or, you know what I mean? Or type, a food type that was... That happy we're going this crazy in in the country. I know I don't really and we're not counting like you know what I mean if a like a Chick Fil A just opened up in your city and you didn't have one or a Popeyes or a Sonic opened up in your city and you didn't have one. I'm talking about like a sandwich or a meal that niggas was pulling up early for like they were Jays. I don't remember the last time this happened. I don't. I really don't. And social media makes things even, you know, amplifies it even more. Makes it even more crazy and more popular. So I don't even. I, I can't even recall when we had a situation like this, but it happened with this damn Popeyes chicken sandwich. Son, that was ridiculous. But you know what? I hope it comes back soon. But if they don't come back, then you know what? It's it's America's fault because we just get too excited when something is so good, and we just you know we can't have it no more. It's just like if you that nigga and you hitting a chick and you know what I mean? Her, her pussy is good. I'm talking like the first couple times you hit, you nothing in 15, 20 seconds. I ain't saying this happened to me. I'm just giving an example. You know what I mean? And you nothing within 20 seconds. And then, you know what I mean? You calling her at all times of the day. You know what I mean? You know, I'm trying to hit now. I'm trying to clap this right now. Yo, baby, where you at? Or shorty, where you at? You know what I mean? What you doing? You up. You know what I mean? When you bent, you at the bar and you hit her with the you up. You awake. Yo, can I come through? You know what I mean? When that happens, unless, you know what I'm saying, you actually, you know what I mean? When it gets to be annoying, they they kind of curve you. You know what I mean? They start saying, all right, this nigga's clearly pussy whipped. I can't really. He's calling me at all times in the night. He's FaceTiming me at 11 o'clock. First of all, you, sh- you can't FaceTime a chick at a certain time. You need to have a certain type of pull to be able to FaceTime a chick at any hour of the night. If you haven't even hit yet, then nigga, your swag or your fucking conversational, you need to look good enough to where she can sacrifice that time that she's going to wake up and answer the phone. Because um, bitches ain't out here just answering the phone for any nigga at all times of the night, nigga. So I think you need to realize, you need to be careful. You know what I mean? Don't don't call a chick or FaceTime a chick at 12 midnight expecting her to be cool with you if you're not really that nigga. If she doesn't view you as that nigga. You know what I'm saying? Um, and same for us, ladies, 
Um, just because niggas are more horny than y'all as far as we're more likely to shoot our shot with you than you are with us, don't think we're just going to be, well, I'm speaking for niggas like me. Don't think that niggas are just thirsty. You know what I mean? So you call us at 12 o'clock, he ain't going to be like, yo, what the fuck you calling for? Unless y'all niggas was texting already, don't just call niggas at any time of the day, please, or night, I mean, because um, that's rude, okay? That's rude. You feel me? Don't do that. Please. But, um, yeah, man. We can't have good things for too long, apparently. That shit is crazy. That sandwich needs to come back. I know niggas that's emailing Popeyes for that shit to come back. Um, but yeah. What else happened in the last week, y'all? Oh, my goodness. After the long hiatus, after a fucking year of waiting and some change, power returned. My nigga Ghost is back. My nigga Tommy is back. Unfortunately, and I'm not going to give a fuck about spoilers because the episode has been out for a few days now. So if you haven't watched it, sucks to suck. Spoiler alert. Angela ain't back. Apparently, you know, she died. Okay. And uh, it's crazy. Um... Power came back, first episode. Now, off rip, the first thing that annoyed and pissed people off, and I'll give you my opinion on it, is the theme song. Niggas was expecting to hear, this is a big rich town. You know what I'm saying? My nigga Joe, you feel me? Joe, the OG, you feel me, uh, was on the original song with 50. I'm going to keep it a buck. When I heard the new theme song, I did not know it was Trey Songs at first. It took me a while. And I was like, hold on, that Trey Songs? And then 50 got a whole new verse on it. You know what I mean? Yo, listen, I'm going to keep it 100 with you. Before I even get to my reaction about the first episode of Power, I'm going to keep it 100 with you. I It wasn't like, you know what I'm saying, the, the new theme song was ass. It was more like, yo, son, where the fuck is the original? It wasn't broke, so why'd you fix it? You know what I'm saying? Or why'd you try to fix it? You know what I'm saying? Why did you why did you replace it? Who the fuck gave that idea up, 50? Um, nigga, I, listen, you know why I'm biased towards the original song? I just have a specific part of the song that I love. And the people that know me exactly know what part I'm about to sing, what part I'm talking about. It's the part where Joe, closer to the end, he was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> That nigga sang that part, nigga. That's my part. That's my favorite part of the song. Oh, ooh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? When he hit that note, you knew the, the episode was about to be lit. You feel me? Whether it was a, you know what I mean? You feel me? That, that shit was, listen, I was mad. I was a little upset. I'm not going to lie. I wasn't pissed off, but I was a little upset. I was like, yo, 50, what's up, man? Why are you trying to change it up? Now, shout out to Trey Songs, you know what I mean? Um... You know, he, he can sing. That was his, you know, the theme song wasn't whack, but I mean, why change it? I think they need to bring that back ASAP, meaning by episode two. Niggas ain't trying to hear that again. You feel me? Or, you know, we, I don't, don't, don't try to make the audience get used to it either. Don't just leave it there. Like we just have to deal with that. Power is arguably the best show on television. So we, you, you know what I'm saying? We've been spoiled. It's the last season. Um, we need that. Why don't you put the fucking... Trey Songz one on the spinoffs that's coming out. You know what I'm saying? Let's let's just do that, 50. Thank you. However, my reaction to the first episode, y'all, I'm going to be honest with you. Ghost is about to wild out. You know what I mean? I think 
I think this I think right now the way it's going, um, somebody else is gonna die. Somebody else is gonna die. And I don't know if it's gonna be Ghost, I don't know if it's gonna be Tommy, I don't know if it's gonna be Tariq, who I don't really quite understand why Ghost won't just put his hands on him. That nigga is talking crazy to that nigga, calling him ghost, calling him J- Nigga, what? I don't give a fuck what he did to you. I don't understand why a ghost won't just put his hands on him. Like, you know what I mean? Hit him with a cup, hit him with a two-piece or something, or just jab him, or just uppercut the little nigga, man. Like, come on, son. You can't be... T- I don't get that. I just don't get it. Maybe they're saving it for later in the season. I, I, I just think ghost needs to, you know what I mean, fucking you know, crack this nigga one time. Because he be talking crazy to his pops. But whatever. Um, as far as the... You know what I'm saying? And I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to just keep updating. Power is going to be a heavy conversation on the cave. Because that's that show is really... is dear to me. You know what I mean? And obviously a lot of people. Um, but I'm going to be honest with you. My reaction to the first episode. First of all, you know what I mean? I think Tommy... You know what I mean? Now, Tommy... It, it was obviously confirmed that that bullet was meant for ghosts. At first, you know what I mean... Um, you you might have been thinking like maybe it was for Angela because of the conversation that Tommy had with Tasha. No, you know what I mean he made it clear that he was trying to kill Ghost because Ghost tricked Tommy into killing his pops. I ain't gonna lie, Ghost does do a lot of selfish shit. You feel me? But yo, it's for the better of whatever it is. I'm not saying I agree with them all the time, but I'm a rock with Ghost. You feel me? Tommy is that man. No, I hope they could. Nah, that shit ain't going. That that shit ain't gonna be uh. Their relationship is at a point of no return. I'm going to keep it 100 with you. That shit is not going to get repaired. It's going to be a lot before, if that happens. But especially with how the episode ended with him shooting up Tommy Whip, thinking it was Tommy. That was crazy. And I and, I, and from the jump, I ain't going to front. I knew it wasn't Tommy wasn't going to be in the car because, you know what I mean? Yeah. Listen, I don't know what's going to happen. Yo, first of all, with all due respect when I say this, yo... Is is it just me or Lala's ass looks bigger? I, I just need to, I need someone to confirm that for me. You know what I mean? Lala, beautiful. You are a very beautiful woman. You know what I'm saying? Uh, shout out to Mello. You know what I'm saying? Um, but but yo, I ain't gonna lie. That that ass looked a little bit bigger, man. I I, I you know what I mean? Me, I, I listen. I'm not the only one that was thinking that. I had women like you know. And I saw on Twitter like, dang, yo, what's good with that? Like every time she was talking. I wasn't even looking at her talk. I was looking at what was going on behind it. Like that's like I said with no disrespect, no disrespect. But sheesh, and she's already beautiful. So it's like that's like a double whammy, you know? Well, triple whammy because the thing behind her is double. It was already, you know what I'm saying? But whatever, man. But that was something that I had, you know. That was like one of the things, one of my takeaways from the first episode. It just looked a little bigger, you know what I'm saying? I mean, a lot bigger. Um. And besides that, I just think that this season, if that's how the season's going to go with Angela being dead and, you know what I mean, uh, you know, the, you know what I mean, the, the feds after after Ghost and, you know what I mean, after Ghost's lawyer and all this shit. Listen, the season is off to a very interesting start. I'm not saying the first episode was fire. It was a solid, you know, season opener. But, yeah, that's going to be that's going to be something to look for because it's about to get crazy. Um, it's about to get crazy. I'm looking forward to the next episode. Um, but Power is back. It's back, ladies and gentlemen. You feel me? So we're going to be talking about that as the time goes by. Um, what else happened in the last week, ladies and gentlemen? Here's what happened in the last week. 
the greatest comedian of all time, has a stand-up on Netflix, ladies and gentlemen, called Sticks and Stones. Okay? The greatest comedian of all time. All right? I'm going to say it again. He's the GOAT. I'm telling you. Dave Chappelle is the GOAT. The only person that I will entertain as you saying he's funnier than Dave Chappelle is Eddie Murphy. Because Eddie Murphy is was, was and is, you know what I'm saying? He was ahead of his time. I mean, he was killing shit in the 80s. Um, his stand-ups, you know, ladies and gentlemen, were transcendent. Eddie Murphy's stand-ups were transcendent. Transcendent. Raw, ahead of his time. Ahead of his time. You know what I mean? I just think, you know what I mean? Delirious, I don't know. I think Raw was funnier than Delirious to me. But, yo, I ain't gonna lie to you, man. Eddie was, Eddie Murphy is the greatest. You know what? I'll say, I'll say 1A and 1B, okay? As far as the greatest of all time with Dave Chappelle and Eddie Murphy. Now, here's what I'm gonna say. That stand-up was hilarious. In fact, I'm gonna watch I'm gonna rewatch it again. And I'm gonna tell you the reason why it was hilarious to me, because there's only there's only been three comedians. I'll say three and a half. Nah, I'll say three. Only three comedians have made me laugh to the point of tears where I could not breathe. Only three. Eddie Murphy, Dave Chappelle. And I'll say Kevin Hart. The reason why, and I'm not, Kevin Hart is top five. I think Kevin Hart has earned to, the respect of being top five comedian of all time, just based on him being the most recognizable comedian. Um, do, I, do I think he's one of the greatest of all time? Yes. Do I think he can, you know, I think by today's standards, Kevin Hart is funny. And I, I look up to him in the sense of what he does and how hard he works. I mean, he works his ass off. I mean, the nigga's in every fucking movie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Every, he's in like five movies a year. You, and he still finds time to do stand-ups and go on tour. So that alone has me, you know, I, I respect the hell out of him. I do not think he's funnier than Dave Chappelle or Eddie Murphy. but Or even debatably Chris Rock. Chris Rock has had me laugh very hard too. But only three people have had me, had tears fall down my face. That's Eddie Murphy, Dave Chappelle, and uh, Kevin Hart. Now, Dave Chappelle had me crying laughing in this in the Sticks and Stones stand-up. I'm not going to lie to you. And it was specifically the part where I... <laughs> the part where I was crying laughing was when he was talking about the LGBTQ community. <laughs> Yo, when he was talking about that part, that when he was... Listen, he had me weak. Now, I'm going to say this. I think America has gotten soft. I know America has got America has gotten softer, right? Because if right now there's so many people that are talking about how offensive his stand up um, is, and you know, to people and stuff like that. Yo, have y'all gone back to his stand ups? You know what I mean, from over a decade ago, or even people like Chris Rock or. You know, Eddie Murphy, can you, listen, if Eddie Murphy dropped a role in 2019, oh, he would have people trying to sue his ass. 
I mean, a nigga was calling people faggots, and you know he has the you know he has the part with the faggot as a siren on a on a cop car. I mean, listen, I don't know. I think will you know people will be a little bit more sensitive to the jokes these days. And Dave Chappelle right now, if you Google Dave Chappelle right now, all it is, all you see right now is. Uh, you know, Michael Jackson accusers and people attacking Netflix and the LGBTQ community coming at him saying how insensitive he is. You know what? Don't fucking watch it then. If you know he's cap- if you know that he had there's a a strong chance that he's gonna talk about transgenders, for example. Um, don't fucking watch it. I mean, I don't really understand it. Like, what's going on, man? Like, why are people so sensitive these days? I mean, it ain't like he's just up there talking about just... I mean, he talks about black people and he talks about all race. And I saw earlier on Twitter somebody say, well, at least race he has a little bit more knowledge about because he can relate to specific situations as far as racism and shit like that. And Dave Chappelle happens to be married to an Asian, so... His age, you know what I'm saying? So what the what the fuck is going on? So people say that, well, he doesn't have that as much knowledge about the about the LGBTQ community as he does race because shut up, please. Just don't watch his stand-ups. Just stay away from it. Just don't watch it. If I know there's some if there is a Ku Klux Klan rally down the street, right? If there's two ways for me to get to the store. And one of the ways is to drive through the Ku Klux Klan rally, right? If I if there's an option of driving through that rally or taking the other street to avoid it, well, nigga, I'm going to take the other street to avoid it. If I know that shit's down there. Why the fuck would I walk into some nigger and you fucking nigger? I'm not going to walk into that with these niggas holding up burning crosses and shit like that. Why the fuck would I, why would I do that? I'm going to avoid it. The same way if you have an idea... That Dave Chappelle is going to say some offensive shit to you. Well, don't go watch him. Don't go buy a ticket. And do not click on his face on Netflix. Just as he said. I mean, and I, you know what? I think he's, gotten, he's definitely gotten into a few, a lot of fights probably in school and shit like that. Because with a nigga telling jokes the way he tells jokes, he's so witty. That's why I think he's the greatest. Because he's so witty. Like his punchlines do come from out of nowhere sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's definitely one of those people that will catch you slipping with his punchlines. Eddie Murphy does that, too. Um, but he's the funniest man on the planet right now. Like I said, the only other person I'll, I'll, I'll hear you is Eddie Murphy. But I don't think anybody other than Eddie Murphy is in that conversation as the greatest comedian of all time with Dave Chappelle. That is a funny man. I hope to meet him one day and Eddie Murphy. Um, and I hope to go to one of his shows soon. And I will. For sure. But America, can, we got we got to stop, man. We got to stop. I don't know why shit is just so soft these days. Like, people get easily offensive, uh, offended. And, I mean, I don't know what's up. It even shows with... <sighs> I'm not a parent. I have a lot of friends that just recently had kids or have kids on the way. Or a kid on the way. And people that are already, uh, you know, have, you know, grown kids or whatever the case may be. I have friends that right now, I hope... Because they were raised old school like I was because we're 90s babies. I would hope that they raised their child the way that we were raised if you had good parents. And because the way these kids are today, I'm nervous. First of all, I'm, I'm Ghanaian. I'm African. You feel me? I used to get my ass whooped. You feel me? 
And nigga, my dad pulled up to my school when I was in third grade to whoop me in front of my class, nigga, in the lobby. You saw the nigga taking his belt off as he was walking through the glass doors. You saw him taking his belt off. And my principal let it rock, you know what I mean, for a good 15, 20 seconds. As this nigga is just lashing me with this belt, beating the shit out of me, right? Well, you know what? It, it did. I mean, listen, and, and I get it. I'm not going to sit here and say, just go fuck up your kid. That's not the point here. The point I'm trying to make is I think the discipline as far as how kids are disciplined today has changed. I think a lot, you know what I mean? P- kids are being talked to at length versus punish, talk to, and let them know, all right, here's the deal. This is why I'm going to do this. And when I'm done, this is why it happened. And that pain you feel is not pain that you want to feel again, right? So if you don't do what got you the pain, you won't feel that pain no more. I feel like there's a lot of discussions now, a lot more conversations, like people trying to level with their kid as if they're equals. Nigga, my mom and dad beat my ass and talked to me later. You feel me? Like I knew I was about to get my ass whooped. Shit, there was a time, I'm going to tell you, yo, real talk, there was a time my mom whooped me, right? She was sleeping. And I'm a kid, I'm running around the house, yeah, 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 running with my toys and shit. And she was trying to sleep. It was a day off. It was like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And I'm, I didn't think I was that loud. I was a kid. I was having fun. So she says, Kofi, if you say one more word or make one more sound, I'm going to beat your ass. I said, okay, mom. Now, here's the thing with Ghanaians. They're very literal. So me just saying, okay, mom, was enough for her to get her ass up and, try, and then chase me down the steps around the crib for her to catch me and beat my ass because I'm literally running away from her. I, me just saying, okay, mom, was that whole make, say one more word or make one more sound situation. So she, you know, I hit her with a couple moves, you feel me? Then we came to the family room, you know what I mean? And then there was a table that separated us. I mean, this woman was really trying to hunt me down. Like you, you would think she would give up, you know what I'm saying? Like, nope, I'm, I'm literally running around the house away from her. She still chased me. I'm like, she not tired yet? So I, we get to the family room, there's a table separating us. I hit her with a move. I hit her, you feel me? She, you know what I mean? I caught her with it, right? But then I slipped after the juke moved and she caught my ass. Yup. I got my ass beat. And after I got done crying, I went to my room. And then she went back to sleep like nothing happened. Like how do you have the, 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 the ability to just beat the shit out your kid and then have a sound sleep? I don't even understand it. Well... There's Africans for you. Shit, that's black people for you. Black, you know what I mean? Black parents will do that. You feel me? They will give you the work and then say, what's popping at? You know what I mean? Yo, this is this why you're getting his ass whooping and that's what's good. Yo, I'm not even going to lie to you, man. I do understand why I got whoopings when I was younger. And I, and I understand there's some parents out there that won't whoop their kids. And, you know what I'm saying? And I, I get it. I, I think some people have the idea that it doesn't help. I think it personally helps, but I can, if you can give me a solid explanation on why you think, you know, whooping your kids doesn't help, um, I'll hear you. I've heard some good explanations before. I've heard some, you know, people say, well, sometimes if you, you know, aggression with aggression, sometimes it doesn't really help the situation. You know what I'm saying? It might strike fear in them, more so respect. Uh, I don't know. I think it also goes to how you reward your kids, too. If you have a, you know, you you do this and you get this system, I think they will respect you. I'm quite sure of that. And that's pretty much what it was. My dad had a, okay, there's a time to play, there's a time to work, there's a time to chill situation. 
You know what I'm saying? Same with my mom. And if I did this, if I did this, then Kofi, you would get this and that. Simple. I feel like there's a lot of you get this, even if you don't get it. Ah, you know what? You can get to it later. And you wonder why, you know, Jimmy is talking to mommy all crazy. Or Tommy is talking crazy to, you know what I mean? Or Andrew is saying, fuck you, mom. Yes, I've he- I hear this a lot in the white community. Not going to lie to you. It is not a secret that there's some there's there's a situation where kids in the white community talk to their parents all types of crazy. I've seen it more too many times for you to tell me whatever. I'm not saying black kids don't disrespect their parents. I'm just saying there's a there's a higher chance, you know what I mean? Listen, if I even thought about talking crazy to my mom, at least when I was younger, you feel me? She would, you know what I mean, beat the shit out of me. I mean, I just told y'all she beat me for less. She beat me for doing literally nothing. You know what I mean? But I don't I don't I don't understand why we you know people just we just that sensitive. I, I don't get it. I, I really don't. But whatever. Hopefully that changes one day. And it's gonna start with us, the nineties babies. We need to bring that back. When I eventually have a seed, you know what I mean? Whenever God blesses me with the woman that I have a seed with, whenever God blesses me with the woman I stay and by the way, if I have a, whoever I have a seed with is gonna be stuck with Kofi. Ain't no divorce. You ain't going nowhere. Bitch, you ain't going nowhere. I'll kill you. I was only half kidding. Here's the deal. I'm not... Whenever I get married or whenever I find that individual or if if I have already met her and she's still playing and she's, you know, you know, she's dealing with some nigga right now that is, you know, momentarily keeping her occupied or, you know what I mean, she feels as if I'm doing whatever I'm doing and she thinks I got bitches here, I got chicks here, whatever it is, whatever the reason that it, things haven't, you know, connected in that aspect where I haven't felt the need to give you my soul and open up, when that day comes... When that day comes, because I'm 26, I mean, I need, to, I need to get it moving. But at the same time, this shouldn't be a rush. Don't hurry up to get into a relationship, please, because that's how that ends quickly. And don't just go shoot somebody club up just because you want a kid. That baby mother, baby father experience is not a good experience from what I hear, unless you, you know what I mean? They just really have that good co-parenting thing down. That's not common, though. I don't want to be that. I want to get married. I want to have my wife, and I want to, I want her to die with me. I want us to have a, I want us to live long and live together forever. I want to be that godfather nigga. I want to start a family, right? Here's my here's my dream. Here's what I want. I want to have a family where you know what I mean. I have two, three, two, three kids, and then they have their kids, and every holiday they come, you know what I mean, to granddad's house, or they come to dad's house. They come to dad, mother, you know, mom and dad's house, you know what I mean, for all the holidays. You know what I'm saying? Um, for Ghana Independence Day, for for you know you know Fourth of July, for Memorial Day, for my birthday, Thanksgiving, Christmas, all of that. I want to have that crib with you know my kids and their families, or my and my friends. Friends are welcome too. Friends that I call brothers, they bring their families. Y'all come to the Godfather's house. Y'all come to the Dawn. Y'all come to your Shanti Prince crib. You feel me? Y'all come to the nigga with the African Spears crib. All right, I'm getting off on some other shit, but y'all get the, y'all catch my drift. You know what I'm saying? That's that's my dream. So I I don't want to have that that tradition start and then all of a sudden halfway through we get a divorce. Listen, I'm gonna make sure whoever my wife ends up being, ain't no secrets, no surprises, so that that way everything's smooth. 
I will tell you this though, my number one, my my one of my biggest fears when it comes to you know getting into a relationship though and and a long term shit after marriage, is do do you know it's hard to be with somebody for the rest of your life. It seems because things may be repetitive and the pressure is on for some people to make sure things um you change it up a little bit. You know what I mean? Like say for example, if you hit in the, if you have sex with your wife or your girlfriend right now and she know what movie you about to hit her with. You know what I'm saying? You know y'all know how I do. I always reference, you know what I mean, basketball when it comes to sex. You feel me? If you average 30 on your wife, you know what I mean, and you hit her with the same moves, she's going to start to lock you up. So that 30 is going to dwindle down to 25, to 20, to 15. She's going to start lo- start locking your ass up. Meaning, if you she know, you know what I mean, you like to give her the work, you know what I mean, you know, give a missionary for like 10 minutes, and then after missionary, then you're going to switch her over and bend her over, you feel me, or have her lay flat on her stomach. And then she, she's like, oh, I know what movie about to do. He about to put, you know, have me uh, uh, lay on my side. And then you start hitting it from the side. That's pretty much like you know a nigga about to go left. You know he about to go left, so you, you know what I mean, you, you let him go left and you jump him to his right hand, and then you rip the nigga, and then you go the other way and you scorn. That's pretty much what I'm getting at. You feel me? It's my fear, one of my fears of, is, has been, you know, this things start to lose its, its spark because of, you know, how long you guys have been together. You know what I'm saying? It, that's one of the, that's why it amazes me when I see couples that are together for fifty years. It's like, damn, did she ever go? Did they, did they ever go? You know, spice it up? Did they go fuck other people to, or do a threesome to keep things spicy in the bedroom? Or do they always take trips to make sure they're not bored? Or like, what kind of things? That's a lot of the things that I think about when it comes to that. You know, the whole marriage thing. It's hard. It's hard for me to. You know, what I mean, it's hard to think about sometimes. But. You know what I mean? I'm not there yet. You know what I mean? Shout out to my niggas that's engaged right now. Shout out to my niggas. Shout out to my nigga Donnie, man. My motherfucker, man. He's engaged. Um, he's gonna get married, man. He have a beautiful daughter. Um, shout out to Donnie and his and his fiance. You know what I mean? Um, but that that whole idea, I've always thought about how I was even gonna like. How would I even propose? I've seen so many different ways of people proposing. Like, yo. I've thought about how, you know what I mean, would I, you know, get on the one knee, like where would I do it? Would I do it at like a restaurant that we always go to or I'm not going to do the shit where you put the ring in a fucking cupcake. I don't want that ring out of my sight. So I wouldn't even do that. I would have to, you know what I mean, come up with some other shit. You know what I mean? I was at a baseball game. I was at the Mariners game last summer um, when they played the Yankees and someone proposed to their wife on the, you know what I mean, on the big Jumbotron thing, you know what I mean? And say, will you marry me, Julie, or whatever her name was. And they moved the camera over and he was on one knee and then, you know, handing, you know, showing her the ring. And she said, I do, apparently, because she took the ring, was extremely excited and they kissed and put their tongues in each other's mouths and everybody was happy for him. Wonderful. That's beautiful. I just don't know how the fuck I will propose. I, you know what I mean? I haven't even... Th- I'm not even... First of all, I'm not even in a relationship to even think that far ahead. You know what I mean? It's one step out of fucking time, Kofi. You feel me? But damn, son. That shit is crazy. Um, Now, speaking of relationships, I have a question. I need to understand something. How come I'm seeing a lot of women go gay after they fuck a lot of guys, they get mad dick from niggas, and then all of a sudden they're gay. I would like to know why that's the case. How come women 
turn gay and say I'm done with niggas. I'm oh I you know fuck niggas and blah blah blah. So then they go gay and think vagina. I need to understand why that. I need to know where the motivation comes from. I don't understand. And I see it more often than not when women get mad. They got a lot of bodies on their resume. Then they go and just, they just go, you know, think vagina's the answer. I just don't, I don't know, man. I, I just, I wonder why that's the case. I need someone to really answer that for me. I, I'm, I'm not even trying to be a dickhead right now. I just want to know. Because there's times I see chicks that I know personally that are, you know, that were once getting clapped by a bunch of niggas. And then I was like, oh, they got a girlfriend now. Well, what happened? And I've heard, oh, well, niggas ain't shit. And they heard, well, you know there's millions and billions of people on this planet, right? And they include men. I mean, you're trying to tell me that you ran out of that many options and you just said, I'm just going to switch a whole gender? Now, let me not be insensitive in, in the aspect of you like who you like, you love who you love. That's fine. I get it. I just don't understand the motivation behind leaving niggas after you've clearly established yourself as a hoe. Sorry, not sorry. You've clearly established yourself as a hoe, so you go try women and think it's going to be better. I mean, I don't get it. You know how many times I hear chicks say, I hate bitches, I hate girls, that's why I hang out with guys. What? You know how many girls I hear say that shit? Oh, I don't have girls as friends because girls are annoying and blah. Shut up. Why? I don't get it, though. I don't really get it. You know what I mean? It's just it's just crazy to me, dog. Like I need I need someone to really answer that for me. I need some I need some input. I need some feedback. Because there's a lot of there's a lot of that going on. It's a lot of that going on, man. I don't even understand. I don't even understand, man. But it's whatever. You feel me? I I just I just need somebody hopefully to answer that question for me cuz I really need to know what's going on because it, it it does annoy me a little bit, especially if it's a chick that looks good or whatever, and it's like, damn, like we're just gonna go over there. And then I don't really understand why. What is the purpose of a strap on to women? Like it's shaped like a dick. It looks like a dick. Why? I, I why not just go get the real penis? You know what? Like I said, I don't really understand the logic and the, and the emotions that go into that. I have no type of experience. In that area, I happen to be straight. I am a guy. I love women. I will always love women. I mean, nigga, if you got a nickname, if my nickname was first class womanizer in fifth grade and sixth grade, that kind of lets you know where Kofi was headed. I love women. They're beautiful. And you have a handsome nigga like myself, you might want to see what's going on. You feel me? Speaking of that, um, one of the important point. Um, the cave will be on YouTube soon, so you will get to see the handsome nigga that you are listening to right now. A lot of people that I know, people know that I have a beard, you know what I'm saying? So by the way, um, while we're at it, please be sure to follow um, the Twitter page of the cave podcast, um, at cave podcast. Um, also, we have an Instagram page. Um, please be sure to follow the Instagram page as well. Um, the Instagram page is the Cave Pod. That's T H E Cave Pod. P O D. All right, cool. Please follow that on Instagram right now. Um, if you want to follow my Twitter page, um, my personal Twitter page is gonna be at uh, Ashanti Prince underscore. Um, definitely would appreciate that. You feel me? Um, but with that being said. Yes, we will be on YouTube at some point, you know what I mean? And uh, 
I may be bringing a couple people to the panel. As a matter of fact, next episode, I'm going to have some, you know, have a couple people call in. I'm going to get some conversation on here. You know what I mean? Because there's going to be a lot of sports topics I got to get into. And speaking of sports, Andrew Luck from the Indianapolis Colts just recently retired. That shit caught me off guard. I, and, and obviously caught everybody off guard. Um, that was something that a lot of people didn't expect, obviously. Um, I will say this, Andrew Luck, crazy amount of talent, Hall of Fame talent. I just didn't like how people kept trying to count them out against the New England Patriots. Yes, I can be from New York and be a Patriots fan, okay? No, it's not a, I'm not a bandwagon nigga. I'm not somebody just hopped on it. I've been that, okay? I still love the Giants. That's why I wasn't butthurt when the Giants beat the Patriots twice, even though the first time I was butthurt, you know what I mean, David, you know what I mean, Tyree caught the fucking ball on his helmet. Um, but regardless, um, when Tom Brady retires, I'm going back home, all right? Tom Brady is who drew me into the New England Patriots. That meant, And I'm talking when they, in his first Super Bowl, that was the first NFL game that I watched in full. And I was a huge fan. You feel me? So you can only imagine when they played the Falcons a few years ago and they were down 28 to 3. I was talking mad shit. I talk shit every single year before the NFL season starts. And let me get that out of the way now. Let's get it out of the way now. Speaking of that. <clears throat> yes, Tom Brady's already the GOAT. We don't need to get into that. When you have God in a football helmet, obviously he's going to deliver. Obviously he's going to, you know, get things going. He's going to bless people. He's going to be successful. You feel me? So with that being said, I will be picking and am picking the New England Patriots to win another ring. Tom Brady will have number seven. I don't see how that's going to stop. Yes, I know Gronkowski has retired. Yes, I know that our receiving core isn't that great, even though we got Josh Gordon back. But he can't stay off the weed. Shout out to Stephen A. Smith again. But, once, but you know what I mean? It, it seems to be that he's doing well. And I hope, he's, I hope he is back doing well. That, when a situation like that, clearly Josh Gordon had a problem. And, um, you know, prayers out to him. So it looks like he's, you know, things are going well so far. Hopefully it stays that way. But anyway, nigga. Yes, I'm getting that shit out of the way. Let's just be ready. Let's book the Super Bowl tickets now. Make sure we know where. Let me double check. Make sure where the Super Bowl is going to be next year um, or in, in February. But um, um, let's just get this shit out of the way. Let's just get it out the way. Whoever you're rooting for, if they're not the New England Patriots, don't even waste your time. The Patriots will be winning again. Okay? But um, back to Andrew Luck. Um, you know, he also, he had a lot of injuries um, in his career. I mean, he missed a lot of games. I mean, you're talking about somebody that, you know, in the years that he's played, um, he played seven years, even though he missed a lot of games and threw for over 20,000 yards. Um, he's a he was a big athletic quarterback, talented. I mean, you're talking about somebody who's a four time Pro Bowler. For people that don't know what a Pro, that means he was a four time All Star. If you you need me to compare it to the NBA, um, I just think that ah, it's 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 shocking. He played through a lot of pain, um, and I mean he was only 29 years old, going on 30. It's sad when something like that happens. So my prayers out to Andrew Luck. Um, I mean, this guy was a monster, a 6'4", 240 quarterback. I mean, he was very talented, man. And um, I hope, hopefully, if he can get right, you know what I mean, he can come back. But um, it doesn't look like that's going to be the case. So, you know, praise out to Andrew Luck. Um, but the NFL is pretty much here, y'all. 
I already told you what my picks are. I'm not sleeping on these other NFL teams out here. You know what I mean? Um, Kansas City, they got Patrick Mahomes. You know what I mean? That man, you know what I mean, is very good at what he does. You know what I'm saying? I, I expect the Rams to be back. I expect Drew Brees and the Saints to be back. For all you Saints fans, the Steelers, even though, you know what I'm saying, uh, A.B. Antonio Brown is with the Raiders now. I think the Steelers with Big Ben is going to be great. They're going to be great. Um, the Cleveland Browns with my man Baker Mayfield, my man Odell Beckham Jr., Nick Chubb at the running back. Yo, the Cleveland Browns are going to be a very interesting team to see. That offense looks like it's going to be a top five offense. At least on paper, they look nice. I hope they are actually nice because Cleveland's been suffering. You know what I mean? They, they suffered probably, nah, I don't know. I can't compare them to the Knicks fans because at least the Knicks in the last seven years made the playoffs. I mean, shit, the Browns haven't even smelled that. Um, but the NFL's looking crazy. Um, and the NBA right now, not even going to lie to you. Dwight Howard plays for the Lakers now. <laughs> that shit is going to be crazy, man. You know what? The NBA, you know what? I'm just going to get my early predictions out the way right now. I think as far as the best record in the regular season, I think the Houston Rockets with my bro Russell Westbrook, my favorite player, along with my one of my third my third favorite player, James Harden. He's, he's one of my three favorite players. So I got two of my favorite players on the same team. Um, two of the people that literally led the league in scoring and assists and steals for the last few years um, on in the a, in a offense spot from Mike D'Antoni that I think they're going to have the number one record in the NBA. Does that mean they'll get a chip? I'll save that for my prediction. MVP, I think LeBron or AD will win MVP. Um, I wouldn't rule out one of the Rockets either, meaning either Russ or Harden, but I'm going to make a pick. I'm going to pick LeBron. Nah, you know what? My early season prediction is going to be, hmm, I'm going to go with LeBron for now. I reserve the right to change my pick. I just think LeBron has been disrespected for, I don't even know why. I don't understand why the fuck people just keep disrespecting him. LeBron is still the best player in the world, y'all. Kevin Durant is, yes, he's, he's number two, but LeBron is the best player in the world. LeBron is the person that does not change the way he plays when the playoffs start. In fact, he gets better when the playoffs start. So the one season, which is the first season since his second year as a fucking NBA player, in 14 years, 14 years in a row he's made the playoffs. So the first time in 14 years he doesn't make the playoffs, now he's not the best player in the world anymore. When niggas like Giannis, who I thought was the best player at some point during the regular season, Harden, who's like top two every single year in MVP voting, I, you know I mean, KD, KD's, you know, as far as him being the best player in the world, it got a little tainted because he played with Golden State. Skill-wise, I understand it. If you think KD's the best player on the planet, sh- you know what? Fine. I'm still picking LeBron James. KD's the best scorer to ever touch a basketball. I think KD is the best to ever put the ball in the back. He's the best person at putting the ball in the basket that ever lived. I mean, he's seven foot. With handles like a 6'3 nigga. With a jumper like Steph. Well, not like Steph, but... I mean, the nigga's pulling up from 30, 35. And you're not blocking his shot. Because he's shooting over niggas. I mean, he's a 7-footer shooting over you, nigga. So, I mean, how are you going to block that? And it's not like you're going to rip the nigga because he can dribble. He can handle the ball. And he plays defense. He can score whenever he wants. So, I understand it when niggas say he's the best player in the world. That's fine. I get it. But LeBron is the best player in the world, man. And I think 
all the disrespect he keeps getting with niggas like Kawhi being better because Kawhi just want to chip. Listen, I think Kawhi right now, people, and ladies, I'm going to tell y'all this, that NBA season is coming, so all of this talk is going to get is gonna increase. You feel me? For y'all out there. Shit, I feel like, girl, ladies, y'all should pay attention. I'm sure y'all would want to be at All-Star Weekend. Y'all want to get dressed and go to All-Star Weekend and catch you some athletes. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Get your ass right. Get your, you know what I mean? Get your titties right. Get your makeup done and see what's going on with the athletes, with the money. You know? I'm sure a lot of y'all would love to be basketball wives, so hear me out on this. But I'm picking LeBron to be the MVP. I'm picking the Rockets to have the best record in the league. I am picking to come out the East. Right now, my early pick is Philadelphia. I think Philly could come out the East. You know what? No. I'm going to pick Milwaukee. I'm going to pick Milwaukee. I'm going to pick the Bucks. I'm going to pick the Greek Freak. I'm going to pick Giannis Antetokounmpo. My, you know what I mean? God, you know what I mean? Shout out to my African nigga. You feel me? Nigga from Nigeria, you know what I mean? Greece, you feel me? Shout out to my, my African niggas, you know what I mean? Um, I think people might be sleeping on the Pacers with Oladipo, another African nigga. Shout out to him, you feel me? He'll be back. Um, but right now, I think I'm going to go with the Bucks. Philly, I think the Bucks and the, and the Sixers will meet in the conference finals. And I think the Lakers and the Houston Rockets will be in the Western Conference finals, nigga. Yeah, I said it. I said it. It's going to be LeBron versus Russ and Harden in the Western Conference Finals. For all of y'all niggas out there right now that want to talk to me about the Clippers, that want to talk to me about the Utah Jazz and all that, no. Portland, no. Portland should, honestly, shout out to Dame, CJ McCollum, um, and that team. Y'all, y'all definitely had a great year last year, but I think you guys overachieved and it showed. Because you guys got destroyed by Golden State. And the reason I say destroyed is three out of the last four games, they were winning. And they gave up leads and lost. Denver would have been a better series for Golden State. That shit wouldn't have been no motherfucking four-game sweep. I think it would have at least won six in Golden State's favor. But at least six games, nigga, not no fucking sweep. That's crazy to me. But... I'm picking the Rockets and the Lakers to be in the Western Conference Finals. The reason why I'm not picking the Clippers, I'm going to tell y'all why. Before y'all niggas start hitting me with the whole Patrick Beverly defensive monster at point guard, Paul George and Kawhi on the wings, defensive players. Then you got Montrez Harrell. Then you got, you know what I mean, Jermichael Green in there. They got Lou Will off the bench. I get all of that. If you are picking them to win the whole thing, I get you. I don't think they have a superstar scorer. Or excuse me, a superstar closer. Lou Williams can close, sure, but he's not a superstar closer. Kawhi, yeah, he had that game winner in Game Seven against the Sixers, but uh, I don't really think he um closed at a high rate. Honestly, I think in the finals, a lot of shit was swept under the rug. Kawhi was pretty much butt in the fourth quarter of all those finals. I'm gonna keep it hundred with you. Yeah, the numbers might show he was killing. But, you know what I mean? People like Skip Bayless on Undisputed with Shannon Sharp. Shout out to them. Um, Skip Bayless is somebody that when, he's, when he gives his takes on LeBron, for example, I understand him sometimes, and I also think sometimes he reaches. And I think he just 
sometimes I feel like he just does that shit just because I feel like when LeBron retires, he's going to still be talking about LeBron James. And I think Skip is going to miss LeBron a lot. But regardless of that, I think that Skip pointed out a lot of good points about Kawhi and how he was not closing at a high rate. That that game seven, game one, it kind of masked a lot of things. And in the finals, I saw that. I'm going to keep it a buck with you. Clay Thompson was going to win that series for Golden State. I don't think the Raptors... If, first of all, the Raptors were about to lose game six if Clay had not gone, gone up for that dunk because Clay had like 30 with nine minutes left in the fucking third quarter. He was on his way to 50. 50. I, I think he would have got 55 at least because nobody was guarding him. He was on his shit. If Clay didn't get hurt, I'm pretty sure Golden State wins game six and then game seven, shit, shit gets tight. That shit was about to get real crazy for niggas. Shit, if niggas was playing 2K, this is where I start saying their controllers get sweaty as shit. Their hands get sweaty and all of that. That would have been pressure like crazy on the Raptors. But, you know, they won. Congratulations. I hate Golden State, by the way, so I'm actually happy they lost. Just not how they lost. I would rather they beat, meaning I would rather the Raptors beat Golden State at full strength than, you know, them to lose the way they lost. But it happened, life goes on, and I hope they come back. By the way, um, speaking of me picking the Houston Rockets in the Western Conference Finals to play the Lakers, I am not betting money on that, meaning I'm not betting against Golden State. Yeah, they lost KD. They still got Steph, Clay, and Draymond, and D'Angelo Russell with the better center with D- Willie Cauley-Stein. That team is going to be beastful. What the fuck? That team is going to be nice. Um... I can't, I can't even lie to you. That shit is crazy, son. I, I'm not betting against Golden State. I'm not betting against them. So if they if they've ended up back in the Western Conference Finals, I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I would not be surprised. And even though I'm picking the Lakers to win the whole thing, meaning I'm picking LeBron to get his fourth chip, and I expect him to beat Giannis and the Milwaukee Bucks in the, in the NBA Finals, I would not be surprised if LeBron has to beat the Warriors to get there. I'm not even going to lie to you. I think the road to the finals will still have to go through Golden State. I, I still believe that. However, I don't think it's going to be in the conference finals. I think they're going to play in the second round against whoever. And if they play Houston, yes, I'm going to pick Houston to pick over Golden State. With that being said, those are my picks right now. But I'm gonna get more into I'm gonna get more in depth. You know what I mean? Like I said, the next episode, I'm probably gonna have a couple people on here with me, and then we're gonna talk more sports or whatever. But um, music-wise, yo, Young Thug's album dropped uh, last week. The album, at first, I wasn't, I'm not really a Super Thug fan the way most of y'all are Super Young Thug fans. Um, I think he's nice when he doesn't do... I just think, I think he can rap. I think he has one of the best flows. I think he can rap, but I just don't like his music all the time. But his album, after, after the first listen, I said, nah, this ain't it. Second listen, I said, okay, I'm cool. That that surf record with Gunner, I love it. I love that track. That track, that hot record with Gunner, I like that track. Um, you know what I'm saying? I think, I think uh, however, oh, shout out to Jeezy. Jeezy also dropped this album. Yo, Atlanta niggas run raps, and that's annoying to me. I'm from the East Coast. I'm from New York. I can't have Atlanta just running rap. Like, this. there's like so many Atlanta rappers that's fucking hot right now. It's crazy to me. But Jeezy's one of my Jeezy's one of my favorite uh, rappers ever. I'm not. I'm gonna be honest. I'm not really particularly ex, uh, happy with the album as far as a whole. I didn't think it was 
magnificent. I, maybe it's because I love, you know what I mean? I love Jeezy as a rapper and I was expecting a lot. Um, it, it wasn't, it wasn't that great to me, but it was, it was, it was cool. It was cool. But I've not found that song that I play on repeat over and over. Jeezy at least has a song, an album that I listen to over and over, but I haven't found it yet. Um, but nonetheless, shout out to Jeezy. Hopefully y'all, y'all go listen to that. Um, but I'm about to give a hot take right now, and a lot, a few people have heard me say this, and I'm going to say it now, and I'm not going to fucking back down from it. Offset is the best rapper from Atlanta right now. Yes, I said it. Offset from the Migos is the best rapper from Atlanta right now. I am tired of Offset kicking niggas' asses on their fucking songs and making him their own. Do y'all remember the first time that it was very, very clear Offset was nice? When he got on that Met Gala track with Gucci Mane and he was featured on that song, but it sounded like it was his song because when he did the hook and his verse, he destroyed Gucci, destroyed him. When he got on with Future and Young Thug on on the Super Slimy album on um, Pedic Water, Listen, he destroyed them niggas, and he's continuing to destroy niggas on verses. And it's not a secret he had the best album out of the three Migos, out of his, his fellow Migos. He had a better album than Quavo and a better album than Takeoff. And for a long time, niggas were saying Takeoff was the, is the you know, is, yeah, he's the best rapper in Migos. No, he's not. I think that was kind of like a, no, he's not. Just because he doesn't get the most looks out of the group don't mean we just going to give him something that he's not, which is the best rapper out of Migos. Not saying he's ass. Takeoff can rap. If I were to rap right now, I'd definitely get him on the track, you know what I mean, or even whatever the case may be. But I don't think he's better than Offset. He's better than Quavo. He's definitely better than Quavo. Takeoff is better than Quavo, but he's not better than Offset. Offset is the best rapper from Atlanta right now, Period. And the story. He's better than, yes, Young Thug. He's better than Gucci. He's better than Jeezy. He's better than T.I. He's better than Gunner. He's better than Lil Baby and them niggas. Yes, he's better than all of them. He is better than all of them. This ain't neck. I'm not dick riding right now. I'm telling y'all niggas the truth. And I know y'all niggas hear me. Fuck, man. Shout out to Offset. Um, but ladies and gentlemen... I'm going to tell y'all right now, I got to get into the last word. First of all, I'd like to say, once again, thank y'all for listening and tuning in. I appreciate y'all. Um, ladies and gentlemen, um, last word for today is, uh, I got to really get into this. I've heard a lot of stories about some embarrassing sex moments. For example, one of them, like I mentioned earlier, when, you know, you know, niggas, you know, they nut in 15 seconds because the pussy is too good, it's too wet, and they can't swim. Whatever, I get that. Or when women, you know what I mean, the, 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 the vagina farts, you know what I mean, and it does that, whatever. Or, you know what I think the most embarrassing sex moment, at least for men, to me, is when you get the gummy worm. That is not cool. That is some... That is a humbling situation. However... That can be attributed to a couple of things. That could be a number one, you was fucking too much and you, you beat your meat too much or whatever the fuck it was and you just couldn't get hard. Or number two, 
the chick that you were about to stick your penis inside didn't turn you on properly. But it's still embarrassing nonetheless. I mean, what you going to do? You going to tell the bitch, yo, listen, you ain't, you ain't getting me horny enough. How you sound? She wet, but you got that gummy worm in her face. And then you're going to tell her to suck your penis. Which, listen, it's happened to me. Okay? But that question to hit you with, is there something wrong with me? That's a very embarrassing question to ask and answer on both, for both parties. I just feel, I, I think, fellas, we just need to keep our cool in that situation. Don't panic. Don't let that change your perspective as you, for you as a man also. It's happened to probably every man out there. Don't let it change the way you feel yourself. You know what I mean? You have your confidence. Don't let it dwindle your confidence down. You feel me? That type of shit is kind of, uh, it's, it is humbling though. It definitely puts you in, it definitely, you definitely get your taste of humble pie in that situation. But listen, don't let that distract you. Don't let that fuck you up. You know what I mean? That gummy worm is crazy. Pause. I just think right now, women, if that happens and the man that you about to, you know what I mean, let give you 40 or 30 or whatever bucks he's about to drop on your head, I feel like y'all should be understanding. Y'all should work with niggas and make sure that, you know what I mean, you both have the best enjoyable experience following that unfortunate situation. Don't shoot the nigga down. Don't try to embarrass him. Don't try to talk shit about him, especially if it's a nigga you've had sex with before. Don't be trying to shit on niggas that you already given the pussy up to. Now, if it's the first time it's happened, ah, well, listen, put it like, if it's the first time you encountered a nigga and it's the first time you about to give him the cheeks, here's the deal. Bear with him, please. Just understand that it may, you know, you know, fuck him again. You know what I'm saying? See if it happens two times or three times. If that happens, then okay, that's bad. Is either he, you know, he has that erectile dysfunction, or you know what I mean, there's something over there with you. That's just what I'm saying. Or ladies, if you notice enough, you know what I mean, if it's a nigga you giving your vagina up to that clap one of your friends, why don't you ask her? Hey, does he, you know, not get up easily? If she says yes, he does. I ain't had no problem with him. Then hmm, might be you. I'm just saying. You feel me? I'm just saying. But please, ladies, be more understanding. Of niggas when that when that situation happens, if that situation happens, and and fellas, don't lose don't lose hope, don't lose confidence, just keep it going. You feel me? Have a you know give you the neck. You know what I mean? Or have you you know do some kinky shit or whatever. I don't know. Have a you know clap of cheeks in your face. I don't know what it, whatever it takes to, for you to get that shit back up. Pause and help you out so that you can give a buckets. You feel me? Um. <laughs> yes, I'm leaving on that note. Ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate y'all, man. Thank you so much for tuning in to the fifth episode of The Cave. Once again, my name is Kofi. Like I said, a YouTube channel will be coming soon for The Cave. Um, all my listeners right now on every listening platform that I shouted out earlier, I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Um, episode six will be on the way very soon, y'all. Thank y'all. God bless.